Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Pursuing Jesus Podcast. My name is Shane Winnings. This is episode 59 of season two. That means that we have done 119 episodes. Can you believe it? Man, it's been such a wild journey since January of last year, and I'm so encouraged by all that God has done. Today, we're going to be talking about waking up and choosing joy. Come on, isn't that something that we all want? We all want more joy. And I want to encourage you in this episode, which will be about 10 minutes, to take thoughts captive and start your day on offense. How many of you have woken up and you were so aware of the issues you were going to face that day, or maybe you had a negative view of what was coming your way that day just based on how life has gone, how things have gone for you in the past? I want to help you reprogram your mind so that you choose joy on purpose and you begin to see that manifest in your life because of the working of Holy Spirit in and through you. Amen? Well, listen, today's episode is brought to you by our sponsors. Our first one is Promise Keepers. We exist to build up godly men for a better tomorrow. I am a partner of Promise Keepers, and I encourage you to follow what we're doing Download the PK app. On there, you've got devotionals, teachings, Bible plans, uh, some of which I have written or recorded myself. There's also online community and information about um, online events that we do, which reach hundreds of thousands of people. Very powerful stuff, and I would love for you to join us at Promise Keepers. Get that PK app in the App Store totally free. It's also brought to you by Aligned Mortgage. Hey, listen, are you a veteran like me? Did you know that you have a VA loan available to you? Well, only 15% of veterans use their VA loan. That means 85% of veterans don't use it. And I believe it's because they don't know about it. They don't know how to use it. They don't even know that they are eligible. So Aligned Mortgage exists to help veterans own a piece of land that we defended. My mortgage is through Aligned. I am so thankful they worked with us. They aren't just a big bank. They are a private lending company. They want to hear your story, and they want to help you get into a wonderful home. So please go check them out. They exist to help veterans understand how to use their VA loan, and you can find more at alignedmortgage.com. Ask for Ronnie, and make sure you tell them that Shane Winnings sent you. Finally, guys, if you want to help us continue to reach more people for the gospel, please share the podcast. We will stay in the top 1%, God willing, of all shared podcasts that exist in the whole world as long as you keep sharing. That is a crazy statistic to me, uh, and we can keep doing it. And finally, the Overcomer School has officially launched. We had our first class this morning. It was incredible. Uh, there were around 20 of us who were just really going after the Lord. I taught on identity as well as intrusive thoughts, and we had just hours and hours of teaching and back and forth dialogue, many questions. The whole class, including myself, benefited from the discussion that took place, and we would love to have you. You can still sign up for a reduced price of $75 for the rest of the week. Go to shanewinnings.com and uh, click on Overcomers, and you can read all about it and apply. It's not too late for you to get in. Now, we're talking about waking up with joy. You know, it's far too easy to be aware of the issues of life and to be aware of the trials that you're navigating and to wake up and begin to brace for impact. How many of you know what I'm talking about? Where maybe life is going great and it seems like, um, well, you might be on, 
one side of the spectrum or the other. So here's one side. You're in a spiritual battle. You're, you're facing a war of some sort, whether it's health or finances or relationally or in your job or you need direction or whatever. And it just seems like you're battling, you're battling, you're battling. You're in faith and you're seeking the Lord, but you're battling. And then there's the other side where you're walking in what seems like peace. You're walking in blessing. You're walking in um, circumstantial perfection, so to speak, where you're not struggling in health. You're not struggling with money or with your job or with your direction. You're kind of locked in, right? I've been on both sides of those. And if we're not careful, we can think that we need God more in one season than the other. We can, let me put it this way. When you are facing a real spiritual battle, you are so aware of your need for God. Is anybody with me on that? I know when my wife and I have walked through some health issues on her side, you're very aware that you need God to get through these health issues. And one thing that can be easy to do is wake up and be waiting for the next problem to arise. Now, that is not the way we are called to live as Christians. I am not called to wake up and have a prophetic vision of the future, which is negative. How many of you know that the enemy is the one who is speaking negative things? And it can be in our flesh to want to doubt or to not hope for the best. But the Bible says in 1 Corinthians that love hopes all things. And that means that no matter what the circumstances are, I can wake up and say, Father, I don't know what today holds for me, but I do know one thing. You love me. And that because you love me, uh, you are working all things for my good, and I can trust in you. And so today, I don't know what's going to happen, but I do know that you are going to look out for me. And when you say things like that, it will... Uh, help you to have a perspective that is trusting God instead of waiting for something bad to happen. Now, here's the other side. We have come out of these times of spiritual battles and warfare and things like that, and there's two ways you can approach this. One way is you can have uh, this, this reaction inside where you can't really enjoy the season you're in because you're bracing for impact. Do you know what I mean? Where it's like, yeah, things are good, but when's the next thing going to happen? And it's almost like you can't fully rest. You can't fully enjoy what God has blessed you with because you're waiting for the next bad thing to happen. Can I encourage you that that is not from God either? That is natural human wisdom. It might be the enemy speaking who wants you to believe that um, it you can't walk in a season of favor, who wants you to believe that you need to brace for the next punches that are coming. Can I tell you that when God brings you into the promised land, so to speak, that that is there's no gimmicks, there's no catches, there, there's no strings attached. God wants to bless you. Um, God loves you. And yes, we will face trials in this life. And yes, you know, we will uh, go through persecution. We will face various things, obstacles, you know, whatever. But when God delivers you, it's not contingent upon X, Y, or Z. When God delivers you, he is not saying, hey, I'm going to deliver you, but just be ready for the next thing. God is setting you free. It's like when, he, when you get healed, Jesus didn't say, okay, now, you know, you're healed for a bit, but just know it's going to come back because this is just the way it works. No, he healed people and he sent them on their way. And I'm sure that it was hard for some of these people who got healed by Jesus to comprehend that they actually had been healed. To, to not 
think about the fact that when they wake up the next morning, they're still going to be healed. I wonder if any of them had any anxiety or stress thinking about the next day waking up or fearing, what if the blindness comes back? What if the lame status that I had comes back? What if the issue of blood returns again? Do you think that woman, after so many years, had thoughts like that? Some type of post-traumatic stress. I'm sure, but guess what? You can wake up with joy, and the way you do it is that, one, you understand your need for God at all times. Whether I'm on the mountain or I'm in the valley, I need God exactly the same. Number two, I'm waking up and I'm choosing joy. I'm choosing to partner with heaven. I'm choosing to believe what God has said. And that means I wake up in the morning and I say, Father, I thank you for loving me today. I thank you, God, that no matter what happens today, I'm going to shine for you. And that nothing, no trial, no deceit, no enemy, no temptation is going to take my eyes off of you and cause me to sell out and sell short and sell cheap. I am going to give you everything I have because I love you and you're worthy. And I thank you, Lord, that you're working all things for my good because I've given you my whole life and you have paid for me to have new life through your son. Jesus, thanks for dying for me on the cross. Thanks for paying for me to know my Father. God, I'm excited to get to know you more today, and I'm excited to give myself more to you so that you can know me, and we know each other, and this is eternal life, as Jesus said in John 17, 3. Listen, when you wake up like that, you are so God-conscious that nothing that's happening in your life is going to take the place of that perspective that you have. I want to finish by saying something like this. The Bible says that when your eye is single and fixed on light, your whole body is flooded with light. But it says that if that light within you is darkness, then how great is that darkness? Can I tell you that we were created to look at the light, which is Jesus Christ. And the Bible says that when you look at Jesus and when you fix your eyes on him and your eye is single, that means you're not looking here or there and also here. You are fixated on one thing. The Bible says that when you do that, your whole body will come into alignment. Your life will align with what you put your eyes on. And if you put your eye on something other than the light, then that wonderful potential of light inside of you can actually be darkness. And all of a sudden, you can find yourself in a hopeless, depressed, anxious, nervous, and lost state. You were not called to live that way. You were called to behold Jesus Christ. And there is a biblical principle that you become what you behold. The reason I say that is this, there might be many of you who think that you have all of these problems, you're so stressed, you're anxious, you're worried, you're thinking about one, two, and three, but your actual problem might be that your gaze has been fixed on something other than Jesus. I know for myself, when I begin to look at things in the natural, I try to solve them in the natural. And you know as well as I do that not all problems can be solved with a natural solution. There are things that require a supernatural response. And living with natural perspectives and natural human earthly wisdom is no way to live at all anyways. My life is always better when I'm fixed on Jesus and I am wondering what heaven has to say about situations. And so if you found yourself in that place that I described, I want to encourage you to readjust 
refix your gaze on Jesus Christ. I want you to read Colossians 3. Just read the first four verses, and I believe that God will begin to encourage you in those passages. I'm not going to give them away right now, but I'm telling you, if you dwell on Colossians chapter 3, verses 1 through 4, it will change the way that you live, because it talks about what you should be fixed on and what you should not be fixed on. I believe that if you wake up and you choose joy, and that joy is not a circumstance, that joy is not life being perfect, that joy is a man and his name is Jesus. When you wake up and you fix your eyes on that joy, you are going on offense. You are putting the devil on his heels. He is backpedaling. He is not able to come at you in the same way. You are going on offense. You are bringing the fight to the realm of darkness. And you are saying to all of heaven, to all of earth, and to everything under the earth that I am a Christian. I am filled with the Spirit of God. I am waking up on purpose, and I am attacking today with force. The Bible says that we take the kingdom with violence. We are, and it's not like a, a, a horrible thing. What it's saying is, I will not stand for any opposition from the enemy. I am going to declare the truth of God's word in the midst of my circumstance. I am going to declare the truth of God's word over my diagnosis, over my situation, over my relationship, over my health, over my finances. I am going to stand on God's word above everything else. And when you do that, you go on offense and you make the devil rethink his position. And I don't know about you, but I want to live a life that gives the devil a headache because he can't just use me as a punching bag every day. Amen? Come on, let me pray over you before we end this episode that you would wake up on purpose choosing joy. Father, I thank you in the name of Jesus for every person that is listening and watching right now. And God, I ask that you would speak to us. God, that this word that has been released today would be rooted and established in us. God, I pray that you would come and illuminate by your spirit every word that's been spoken, that, spoken, that it would become a revelation that could not be shaken. God, would we be a people that trust in you so much that we wake up on purpose and we choose joy no matter what we are going through because we know at the end of the day, we are right with the holy God and we are going to spend eternity with you. No issue on earth could ever compare to the glory that is going to come from us seeing you face to face. Would we always be fixed on that thought and would we never remove our gaze from your face, Lord Jesus? In your name we pray. Amen. Guys, listen, if this episode spoke to you, please share it. Help us reach the world. And listen, we also need your help raising funds for this ministry. Would you consider partnering with us? Everything we do is free. Would you consider partnering with us for $1 a day? We are looking for some partners who are willing to join and commit and say, hey, I love what you're doing, and I will support you with my resources. Those things help us reach more people, create better content, which brings more people to Christ. If you want to sign up, you can go to shanewinnings.com and just click Become a Monthly Donor. Sign up to give $30 a month, and by doing so, you will also gain access to the monthly donor Zoom, which will be happening um, in just a week or so. I would love to see you on those Zooms. We do them for everyone who gives to us monthly, no matter what the amount is, but we are asking for several partners to commit $30 a month. Uh, that would go a long way for our ministry. Finally, I need to promote my new book that's coming out. It's called Your Next Leap of Faith. It's right here. 
You can pre-order it on my website, shanewinnings.com. I am so excited to um, inspire you guys how to hear God's voice and boldly follow. So make sure you go pre-order that book. It's coming out in October. Can't wait to get it in your hands. Thanks for listening, guys, and we will see you tomorrow.